Welcome to You Are Safe, the podcast. I'm Anne-Louise. And I'm Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Anne-Louise. How are you feeling? <laughs> um, I'm a little nervous, but I've taken a couple of few breaths, deep breaths. So um, I feel a bit better now. How are you feeling? Ah. Uh. Tired, nervous, mm. excited, yeah. <laughs> all of the all of the things. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh. Happy New Year. <laughs> it was I think everyone, you know, feeling a collective sigh from 2020 and I think a general uh, fear and anxiety for 2021 because we went into 2020 all thinking it's the best year ever and here we go and you know look what happened and I think there's this hesitation of the of this year of like <laughs> no one say it's going to be the best year and everyone everyone stay calm <laughs> right we don't know what it will bring like don't, let's not say anything <clears throat> yeah I thought it would be really interesting to look back at 2020 and um, try to figure out what did, what did we learn? What did, what do you want to, I don't know, what happened inside, you know, not just what happened outside. Cause I guess if you didn't watch the news before, I think this was probably the year you started watching the news. <laughs> oh, def so, definitely. <laughs> what happened inside of us and um, what do we want to say goodbye to? What, what do we want to bring into the new year? Um, and I know that you have a beautiful story about um, how you prepared for this episode today. So what, do you want to share it? Sure. Uh, it's, it sounds crazy, even as I say it, but I think I'd gotten to the end of last year just feeling so downtrodden and, you know, upset. I couldn't see my family for Christmas. I couldn't see my friends. I was lucky enough that I could spend it with my husband and get those hugs, but, you know, just feeling just extremely sad. So I went in to meditate and around the new year and just tried to get a hold of my thoughts. And there was this beautiful full moon, which I thought was just so fitting, this full moon as the year ended, because it felt like, you know, a bit magical, but also a bit scary and, you know, mystical and and I sat in my office and this moon was just fully shining through into the room. Uh, and I just got inspired to pick up a pen and paper and start writing down what I wanted to say hello to in 2021 and what I wanted to say goodbye to. And <clears throat> I wrote it in the dark, so I wasn't able to see what I was actually writing, which I think I would recommend because it was quite freeing because you didn't think about what am I writing? What does it say? Um, but it also means I can't read most of the things. <laughs> um, but it was free. But it also felt like I was going to write it and then not look at it again. Sort mm. of like out it goes. Um, and I actually folded it up and I put it in the window and I was like, I'm just going to let the moonlight shine on it and maybe that'll give it some powers. Again, sounded like I had lost it, but I think everyone by the end of last year had lost their mind in some way. Yeah, um, <laughs> like who, who cares anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but it's really interesting to read it now because... Uh, a lot of the stuff I want to say goodbye to were really, really big 
big things. And I think something a lot of us learned last year is, you know, there were no distractions and a lot of wounds opened up for a lot of us. Um, I definitely had a lot of discoveries and a lot of trauma came up. And um, so that's obviously a lot of the stuff I want to say goodbye to is a lot of these wounds that were coming up that I maybe didn't know or um, had hidden away. And a lot of the things I want to say goodbye to, uh, hello to, were like little, little things I had discovered. And, um, you know, the sort of priorities you suddenly realized, I feel like, came up in 2020, you know, because you you had to prioritize and you had to think, what's the most important thing now? And I like that on my hello to, it's a lot of those things in my, that I discovered that year that is on that side. And it's maybe not stuff I would have thought of before 2020. Um, so I just, yeah, it's quite, quite fun to sit and read that now. And I hope the moonlight gave its power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Beautiful. What I what I love about that story is um, when you sit in the dark like that and you're because you were meditating and you, you probably sort of what I'm what I'm envisioning is that you probably lost yourself in this meditation. And then all of a sudden this power starts writing from your hand like as if you don't have control over it. Right. And and I think when when things like that happen, when you're really in the zone, some people call it flow. That's when the truth comes out. That's when the real, authentic, you, you know, like raw thing comes out. So I love that. I'm curious yeah. what, it's, what's on your list there. <laughs> Very cool. I will share. Well, what I really like is the first thing on my what I want to say hello to, it just says happy, healthy family. Mm. And family was a huge uh, center for me last year, just like it was for everyone. Um, but I had a, a, a really wonderful uh, rediscovery of my love for my family um, because we're, I'm a part of six siblings and we've always been, I'm feeling very emotional, we've always been spread across the world and we've always sort of known that and oh I'm probably not going to see that brother for another year and that's normal and all these things um, but at the beginning of 2020 we when everything was normal putting that in quotation signs um, we got came together and uh, had dinner just the six of us for the first time ever um, oh wow ever yeah, ever. Uh, the only other, like, there's always been partners, or there's been children, or there's been a parent, but we've never been just the six of us. Um, and the only other time we can think was when um, the year my dad passed away and he was in the hospital, we all went to McDonald's, just the six of us, and had lunch. But, like, you know, that wasn't really, but we sat down and had this beautiful dinner and we had a very open conversations and we were being very raw and emotional and, and also just laughing and having a really nice time. You know, that was the other one, but that the year very much centered around that. And we got like a sibling, um, chat that we would talk in a lot. And we started having these, once the world locked down, we started having these 
sibling FaceTimes, um, where, where my sister always calls us the kings and queens of small talk. Like, <sighs> that's what we were, that's kind of what we're good at. But for the first time, we were having very, very deep, meaningful, emotional, raw conversations. And I just feel like I got so much closer to them, every, all of them. And we started having individual phone calls and, you know, I feel like because the choice of, oh, I'm just going to see you in August and, you know, we don't need to call that often. Or the fact that we knew we weren't able to see each other was more like, I have to call this person and I want to call them. And if I'm calling them, I don't just want it to be like a king, you know, a small tack kind of thing. Although we did do that because it is fine. But, you know, we would have these emotional conversations and start saying words like, I miss you, and oh, I wish you were there, and I wish we were here, and things like that, which hadn't happened before. I'm getting really emotional. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, that experience really um, centered me, and something that I was taught in 2020 and 2021 was this love for my siblings, which of course, it's always there, but we we don't say I love you in my family, and I don't I don't really know why that is, or if it's a cultural thing or what it is. But um, I had I went back into therapy in twenty twenty. That was another thing, but she started teaching me that this idea of love that maybe I've been holding that that back and haven't fully been embracing that. So. You know, something I want to say hello to and continue saying hello to is this love, love I have for my family and this deep, intense love that I have for, for these siblings. And um, yeah, so I, I just love that. That was the first thing I wrote on the page is happy, healthy family. And that I really had my siblings in my head and I had my beautiful nieces and nephews and my in-laws and... Um, of course my husband and all and it's just funny that I read that and I know I'm talking about my siblings and of course I want my husband and his family I want everyone to be happy healthy but I read that and it's like no it's my it's those five people that really have taken me through that helped me through last year um, my siblings so yeah I thought that was quite emotional that was a long oh I love it about that. <laughs> I absolutely love it um because you are such a big group and it can be easy to lose yourself I would imagine um my group is only half the size so I have no idea what it feels like but I could imagine that you sort of lost yourself um so that's beautiful and I think for many people the um, uh, because you didn't have that social contact that you would usually have um, or that reassurance that I'll see you in August or I'll see you for Christmas or whatever, that you kind of, you had to proactively um, seek contact. And um, yeah, so, so that's what you're describing, right? That you had to actively call people, I think from, for many yeah. people. And it kind of makes, well, who do I want to call? Because you can't call everyone, you know, all the time. Well, I, I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. who do you want to talk to, you know? So, so you kind of, well, you prioritize 
what what was great about 2020 um and that's coming from I'm a you know <laughs> quite a big introvert like I very much choose the friends I want around me like I'm not a person who has mm. you know loads and loads and loads of friends I'm, I really love meaningful deep friends I, I don't really have that many casual ones but I thought what was important in interesting in 2020 was I could really feel who I want who do I want to call who am I missing who do I love who do I miss talking to and who do I not really need to talk to oh I don't have to call them we you know what you would have those things that like work or nights out where people would be like, let's go for a coffee. And you either never would, or you would, and you'd be like, why am I really doing this? That wouldn't happen. Um, But I thought what was really interesting as well, especially for me, I'm very like um, insecure. I'm always the person like, why is this person talking to me? Why do they want to hang out with me? was the people who reached out to me um, and asked me how I was doing. And it was quite a bit of like a, not a confidence boost, but, um, you know, like just a little boost in my heart that people would read out, reach out to me and be like, I miss you and I miss talking to you and can we have a chat and can we have a call? And I was like, you want, sorry, like, oh, you want to talk to me? Like, <laughs> you miss me in this, like, in this chaos? You want to, you know, I'm the one that can help you through this? Obviously not that deep, but, um, and I've heard that's, what I've heard from several people is that they're like, oh, suddenly your list of friends, you're, you're very aware of the people you want near you, the people you want to talk to, and the people that maybe don't necessarily need to be in your life as much as they were before or, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. The first thing that I wrote on my list of, um, of things that I've learned about myself in 2020 is um, how important relationships is for me, how, um, friendships. Um, it's something that I have been teaching in um, in terms of um, health coaching, like holistic health is relationships is a huge part of your health and well-being. And it's so easy to teach others and tell others what to do, but to look at yourself and turn it to, towards myself is, is definitely a different story. And I realized... Um, how important relationships is and how maybe I'm not um what's I don't I don't know how to what to call it but maybe I'm not very good at it I'm not very good at having friendships um I, I don't know I'm just I'm just sort of exploring um I need friendships for my mental health I understand now that I need them and I need them in a deeper way than I thought uh, before, um, I need, you know, regular contact. I need someone who calls me every Monday night and, or, um, or we watch this TV, whatever, every Tuesday. And we talk about it on Wednesday, whatever it is. I need that consistency, I think. And that, um, like you say, I, I prefer to have, uh, um, not so many friends, but deeper relationships. And um, and I need that. I need these deep conversations. Uh, like, I'm not very good at small talk. And um, But what I'm trying to get at, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of talking here, but what I'm trying to get at is that I am, a part of my anxiety is that I'm terrified of phone calls. I'm really afraid to call people. 
And this is something that's been hindering me the last year, obviously, because we can't see people and the only contact we can have is, is, through, is through phone calls. And it's been a really big challenge for me, a really big <laughs> can I swear like what do I do kind of if I don't yes. like, <laughs> what do I what do I call what do I do how do I see people if I can't call people and um and yeah so that's been a, 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 a real and I know uh people have told me in the many years uh in, in you know before that other people have this phone fear as well so I know I'm not alone with the phone fear um and I don't know what to do about it I are you afraid of calling of phone calls um, I mean, to strangers, yes, things like, uh, like calling, you know, the doctors or something, I'm like, oh, God, terrifying, but, um, isn't that I, interesting? I what, get... what is that? What, what is so <laughs> frightening about <laughs> calling someone? I, I literally, I mean, there, you know, <laughs> we should look up studies on it and what it is, I think. My, I think mine always stems from, especially calling like a, a doctor or something like that, is I don't want to say something wrong and look stupid. Um, and I think it's something about, uh, which I, it's like wasting someone else's time. Mm. Like a feeling of, am I even worth talking to? Am I wasting this person's time? Which I get a lot at work. Like I feel that work where... I'll be like, oh, I need to talk to this person. Oh, but I don't want to call them because I don't want to waste their time. Like, I don't want to bother yeah. them. Is what I have. Like, who am I to bother that person in their in their busy life? <laughs> and you know what that does is is that they become more important than you are. You know, yeah. they then their life is more important than your life. Um, and yeah. if you think about it on a logical level, that makes no sense. But I guess inside. It's a, it's a deep insecurity, a deep fear of I'm not important enough to, to talk to. And the, the, yeah. the interesting thing is that um, when I do get, you know, gather all the courage I have and <laughs> quiet my, my anxiety and I do call someone, afterwards when we hang up, I am so energized, I am so alive, and I feel so bloody good. <laughs> and I, I wish I could just hold on to that feeling and and um, and not be afraid next time I want to call someone. But, yeah, so that's something I want to definitely uh, want to work on with myself next year, that I need to get over this phone fear. I think what's so interesting, and I, I thought about that a lot in 2020, is that um, I would schedule calls. Like, I would hardly ever call anyone. I would be like, are you free on this time? Can I call you at this time? Um, and that was my way of being like, oh, I'm not going to bother them. But you think about, like, I... My my sisters will always call me, but I will, like, schedule time to call them. And, you know, I'm, I'm being inspired by what you're saying because I feel like I need to be better at being like, do you know what? I want to talk to this person. I might just call them. And if they're busy, they're just going to text me and say, oh, I'm busy right now. And don't don't see that as a rejection of, oh, I'm bothering them. But maybe just, you know. And I think something which I'm really learning is that look at it if it was them calling me and I said oh I'm busy you know how would they wouldn't be like I'm being rejected or I'm not rejecting them that's just me saying it's busy I'm busy so why is it when 
I call them and they reject that I'm like, I'm being rejected. Yeah. They hate me. Um, I really, really need to learn, learn that. So I'm being inspired by you. I think I need to learn to just call people mm. as well and not, not have to like schedule it and be scared of me. Like, are you free Tuesday at eight? Sometimes just call and see if they're free. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's true that the, I did, I, I would do that too. Like, let's talk lunchtime that day. Let's, as if it's a business meeting, kind of. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's not. It's just two friends chatting along. But, um, and it's, it's odd because I grew up uh, without cell phones. Um, so when we had to talk to people, we had it and we kind of had to call people uh, un, unannounced, you know. Um, I don't know what yeah. it is. But yeah, so good. So so that's something we can we we're going to be talking about in in twenty twenty one is 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 uh, this phone fear we're gonna maybe we it, can practice on each other. Just call each other every once in a while. <laughs> just oh my god, scheduling. <laughs> oh my god, fear. <laughs> <laughs> Saw the panic in your eyes. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Sometimes I've had to change my ringtone because on my phone because I would some the phone would ring and I'd have a I'd have a panic attack just from the sound of my ringtone. I would be in the supermarket and I could hear or the bus or something and I could hear the my ringtone because we all had the same ringtone when when we all had iPhones, you know. And I could hear the and I could feel my body being like oh, in panic attack like panic mode and I and I was telling myself don't worry, it's not your phone. Don't, someone else. <laughs> I, so I, okay, let's change. I changed my ringtone to, um, but it doesn't take long for that tone then to, to create fear. So I'd have to change it all the time. Anyway, it's, <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't expect to talk about that today because uh, it's something so deep rooted in me that, um, but anyway, that's why we're here, right? We're here to talk about things that we're afraid to talk about. So there we go. Another thing that I know that I've learned from 2020 is that I need um, a consistent support from a therapist, from uh, the same therapist. Um, I, I have been, in the last uh, 20 years, I think, I have been on and off in therapy. And every time I felt good, I'd sort of say, oh, okay, I'm done, I'm fine. Or I felt that this therapist might not be able to teach me anymore, or I didn't feel the connect. I don't know what it is, but I've kept being on and off. And in uh, 2019, I found someone um, and I thought, okay, let's, let's, you know, I was ready to go a step deeper in my healing, in my healing again. So I started seeing someone again and I absolutely love her. And um, so we saw each other on a quite regular basis. And then when, when we shut down in March, uh, we couldn't see each other in person. And I wasn't really, I didn't really want to do video um, uh, therapy. So I just thought, you know what, I'm actually doing okay. And anyway, we're home and the whole chaos of the world and all that. And, um, and, and I was actually doing fine for about two months. <laughs> and then it was my birthday in May. And then after my birthday, it just went like downhill. Oh my God. I don't know what happened, but I just went like, boom, <laughs> just down um, and I felt being anxious again and, and like panic attacks and, oh, I really, yeah, not, not very good. And I thought I need to go back. I need to. So I, I called her and I said, I need to schedule an appointment. Please, please have me back. <laughs> and, um, and since then, 
I have consistently had a monthly meeting with her. Um, you know, even if I feel good, I'll still go see her because I know there'll be something. And this consistent su support, um, yeah, is just something I know I need that I'll need to continue for, I don't know how long, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also, yeah, I went back into therapy in 2020. Um, I've been seeing the same therapist for since 2015 or 2016 um and I've sort of seen her in like little rounds she calls it the trilogy like had a big chunk with her then a break then another big chunk and like the big chunk the first time was I had to go on sick leave and when my first like I properly first started to understand my panic attacks and anxiety attacks um and then the second chunk was uh around my wedding and that sort of step and then um this next step has just been in, in 2020 and everything I learned last year. But, uh, yes, I'm really happy I did it. And I didn't actually wait until I was feeling like I normally would wait until yeah. I was down, down, down. This time it was like a preemptive. I could feel it was a preemptive measure for me. It was like, okay, we're, I can't even remember when I did it. I think it was towards beginning of lockdown. I was like, this isn't looking good. <laughs> I don't feel great. Um, I need to start back with her and I'm so so grateful I did because I had no idea what would be coming for me in this year and a lot of um personal personal things happened which I'm really happy that she could be there for mm. uh I could even feel sometimes in my therapy sessions I would bring up stuff that happened and you could almost see she was like oh my god thank god I'm <laughs> like we're doing this at this mm. time and um yeah, I'm just so grateful. And she, I actually have to take a break from her now because she's taking time off, which I think is fine because, oh my goodness, therapists must have had the yeah. hardest year last year. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, that's complete. And I'm not, I'm not like scared or, or worried that I'm going to have time off from her because I feel like she's, she's prepared me quite a lot. And it's, I also feel like with therapy, I'm, never going to be like oh I'm done with therapy I'm cured I'm always going to be like this is going to be you know my life for and she's even said you know when you feel like you need me the next time let's talk um so yeah obviously I'm a huge advocate for <laughs> for therapy and I think everyone should talk to someone even if it's just going to talk to someone for an hour and then never going back again but just trying it and and getting some emotions out but yeah, thank goodness I had yes. <laughs> therapy last year. I um, think I have the feeling that the word I go to therapy is still... Um, Stigmatized? Like, yeah, yeah, still like, oh, really? There's something wrong with you? Yeah. And I think it's time to change that. So, so overdue <laughs> to change yeah. that. Like, you go to therapy, yay, good for you, good for you. Um, that should be as normal as oh I just went shopping and I bought some new clothes um, yeah. because that also makes you feel good <laughs> well I the one I always love using is you know if you have chronic back pain you have to go to things like physical therapy and do stretches and do exercises and I feel like it's the same for just you know if you have anxiety or if you have any sort of trauma or if it, like you go to mental therapy <laughs> to to heal yourself and to get stretches, you know, yeah. that, to take care of your yourself. But um, yeah, just the other thing I feel like I learned from from therapy is this idea of 
this woman isn't going to heal me, I'm going to heal me, but she's here to give me um, the space to talk about what I need to talk about. And then I, I think I read somewhere that it's like most therapy doesn't happen in therapy. It happens mm. outside of therapy. And I really learned that in 2020 because I would come to her and be like, I did this this week and I didn't do this this week. And, you know, sort of being like, oh, I'm starting to teach myself and take care of myself. And um, the other reason I think people should go to therapy because you, you learn you learn so much by just talking about your problems and then going outside and then spotting those problems. You know, my therapist always says, once you start becoming the observer, that's when you can start healing because you start stepping out and being like, oh, why did I, why did I do that? And why, I, I had a moment like that yesterday, we were playing like an online game with my friends and, um, where you have to like, we're playing Among Us, <laughs> where you have to, you know, lie and be the imposter and stuff. And every time I was lying and being the imposter, I was like, oh, they're going to be mad at me and they're mm. going to hate me after this. And I actually took a step back and I was like, but your best friend just did it. Are you mad at her? Do you even remember what she said? And I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, but so they're probably not going to be with me. And I was like, oh, I'm being the observer. I'm, I'm seeing this. And I felt better. And I was like, oh, I've taught, she taught me this in therapy and I'm using it and I'm feeling better. And um, yeah, but so I'm interested to see what this break from therapy is going to be like in 2021. But um, I've decided I'm just going to take, I've sort of been doing therapy every other week and then I have singing lessons and now I'm going to step up my singing lessons and just treat it as, as like musical therapy <laughs> oh brilliant that's yeah. cool so you're replacing you're kind of replacing it with something else yeah yeah so I don't have that thing of oh every Wednesday this should have been therapy this it will be like okay this is a different type of therapy and um I mean anyone who you know create the arts is a great form of therapy but I really love singing because it puts you so much in the moment because you have to focus on so many things like your breath where your voice is going you do not have time to think about does my singing teacher hate me like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and also I have a great singing teacher where she will be honest and be like that sounds bad and I'm like okay good um <laughs> but yeah so I'm I'm gonna try and replace that so interested to see what what um but I can talk about that here and say how I'm doing and be like oh, I need my therapist I'm scared yeah yeah <laughs> I think there's so many different kinds of therapy isn't there I don't think that um I mean I see a psychologist who she's also a psychotherapist and um I just you know I'm a coach and and I think that's also a kind of therapy to go see a coach um at the moment I don't see a coach I have some practice coaches with others so so I do I do get coaching in that sense. Um, and yeah, I think, I think there's always room for self-discovery and self, um, because we're, we, you know, we live with us. You have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. And if you don't like who you're living with, then do something about it. Or if you've, you know, if there's something you don't like even in your life, or you feel that um, something that's very alive at the moment is this, um alive being alive not just living not just surviving but actually living what makes you alive what makes you want to not just survive but live 
I saw a great quote that said, like, in 2020, I survived. In 2021, I'll live or something like that. I can't remember the right phrasing for it. I wish I could remember. But I remember reading that and I was like, I love that. I love because that is literally how I felt is that you were just like, oh, my God. Okay, another lockdown. Okay, let's just get through this. Let's just get through this. And the idea of um, that release of like, oh, I'm going to I keep having this idea of obviously it's not going to happen because everything moves slowly and new restrictions, but, but just this idea of one day where they're like, everything's okay. And the door's just opening and people being like, and almost wanting to like hug strangers. And like, you know, this, that, that's like what I have in my, well, I have two, I have that dream. But then I also have this dream of, you know, everyone says, oh, now I understand why the twenties were so roaring. And I have this idea of just like, champagne flowing and people dancing and being like woohoo and you know this release and yeah. I'm just I'm excited for the release <laughs> yes yes yeah I saw like when you were saying that I saw this Disney movie of uh, when they come out of the gate and they're like oh the world <laughs> they start hugging and, <laughs> yeah. and being together yeah I mean I've I I keep I'm a big fan of Disney and I love, I love Frozen quite a lot. And I, this, the whole year I felt very like Elsa locked in the castle and looking outside and, you know, um, uh, just looking and being like, what, what's, what's out there? What's out there? Actually, what, on my, um, my 2020 Spotify playlist, (laughs) a lot of it was, a lot of it was Disney, but it was like, uh, frozen into the unknown or Little Mermaid part of your world. Like, it was all these, like, Disney princesses looking out and being like, what's out there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what's uh, out there? What's up? Oh. oh, God. Um, I wanted to bring up one, which yep. is something that came up for me uh, yesterday uh, or, you know, through the year, but there was this, I started getting a lot into meditation and headspace, which I just really love and I think has helped me quite a lot. I don't, I only do like three to five minutes every day, but just that little um, centering has really helped me. But he keeps, he talks a lot about the idea of um, happiness and sadness and we always feel like we have to be happy all the time and we can't be sad. And then he talks about just being content and just being like fine and and I've really been working on that. And then yesterday I was I do morning pages every morning where I just write three pages free flow and things that come out. And one thing that came up for me, which is something I want to bring, is this idea of ease. And I don't know if you feel this, but with anxiety, we make it so much harder on ourselves to live. Mm. <laughs> and and it's not just anxiety, I think maybe women have a, a general um thing to it as well like this is hard and things are so hard and all this bad stuff is happening and and just making things harder and harder for ourselves and I just had this idea of I want to go into 2020 with more ease like to you know not have this inner voice that's that's putting up all the bad things that can happen for me or if I'm having a meeting being like people hate you like just working on my inner voice and just being like take it easy things can be easy and um and when I wrote that I actually went I was like rushing to get ready and then I was standing in my doorway and my husband was asleep and I went you know what would be really easy and relaxing right now is if you just went back to bed just for five minutes and just laid with your husband 
and like took in his smell and the warmth and then I did it and I was like this feels so nice yeah and I could have made it harder by myself by being like get to work blah 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 you know sit do all these things and it's like take it with ease mm. just lie down and smell and and I don't know that was um that I had to write that down and I had to bring that here because you know, like I said, I feel like when you have anxiety or you've had depression and stuff, making things harder for yourself is a huge center point. And obviously it's the anxiety, but yeah, just with ease is mm. what I, is something I'm trying to, to bring, bring mm. into 2021. I love that. I think, I think my husband has said that many times to me over the years, like, uh, God, you're making life so hard on yourself <laughs> or, you know, something along those lines. And I think actually uh, ease um, was one of the words I brought in a couple of years ago, or was it last year? I can't remember. Um, but I often do these end of year reflections and then what's the word? And a couple of years ago, it was um, hip to like bring one word into the next year. Instead of a New Year's resolution, you would, you would bring a word in. And, uh, and I think one year my word was easy because I was so tired of everything being so hard. Mm. Um, so um, I really hope for you that that, that works. <clears throat> I know. But it actually came out of a conversation with one of my best friends where we were talking about, um, we were talking about childbirth, as you, as you do. Because that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but she talked because she had read a book by Caitlin Moran, or I can never say her name, where she had a really difficult first childbirth. And then she started reading all these um, books and stuff where she realized, oh, women are told uh, when you have sex the first time, it's really hard and it's really terrible. Childbirth is really hard and it's really terrible. All these things. And she started reading more stories where women were like, I had an easy childbirth because I just sort of was like, oh, I'm just going to breathe. And oh, it wasn't actually that bad. And and that really brought into my head this thing of, I feel like I'm, I hear so often like, working is hard and you have to make it as hard and relationships are hard and all these things and you know it's a common thing and I have it quite often with my husband because I have I really love our relationship and the reason I love it is because quite often it's quite easy <laughs> like like when we fell, when we started dating when we fell in love it was easy there I wasn't ever like does he love me is he seeing it was easy and it was just you know, especially after talking to my friend and being like, oh, maybe we're just told a lot of things are hard. <laughs> maybe they actually, like some things are hard, but maybe we shouldn't make things harder than they are. Yes. I love that. It's all about perspective, really, isn't it? Yeah. How do you see it? And I love that with the childbirth. It's absolutely true. Everyone tells you it hurts. It's hard. It's, uh, it's terrible. You're almost going to die. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> these terrible stories. And situations do happen. I'm aware, but then you yeah. also hear of women who, like, I was watching a just on Instagram, a woman having a home birth, and she's in the pool, and then she just sort of pushed, and she took the baby out, and I was shocked, not because it was like a home birth or something. I was shocked at how easy it looked, and that made me realize, wow, I'm told constantly childbirth is hard and being pregnant is hard and again I know these things are true and some people have but but I just feel like we're never told the other way like it can't be easy yes <laughs> and the, 
And there's the other side of the coin, you know, it's hard, it can be hard, but it can also be easy. And also what I just noticed that you did is that you're almost apologizing for something yeah. being easy, right? Like, yeah. oh, it's easy. Yes, but that's okay. You know, I don't yeah. think we should, yeah, but my birth was easy. I don't think we should apologize for that. No. It's like, great, good for you. Mine wasn't, no. but great. Yeah, and also the job thing. I think that's such an important point, isn't that? The, I was also told you have to pay your dues. You have to. Blah, 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 blah. You're, there's there's always something you don't like about your job, and and uh, pull through, and all those things. But I'm like, no, no, I don't want to work if it has to be hard. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do it. I I had that with my um with my degrees. I did like you know I have a bachelor, I have two masters, and you know quite proud of that, but. Um, when I got my master's degree, I, my second one, I got a distinction, quite proud of that. And I remember walking up on stage and the chancellor shook my hand and was like, oh, was it difficult? Was it hard? And I went, no, it was quite easy. And then just walked off. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> and, and I was never that student that was like up all night and like sitting like, yes, it was tricky at times and a bit difficult, but I was never like, I never made it harder on myself than it than it had to be um wow I never thought about that that's true as well <laughs> good for you I kind of hate you a little bit but that's okay <laughs> but I think that's the balance is that you we have to be okay with things being easy but then also be okay with people being jealous of you or, or that it's okay that people are if you're gonna have an easy birth I'm gonna be pissed at you like <laughs> Hello. Why didn't I have an easy breath? And I know I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to that conversation. <laughs> and I know one of your sisters is gonna be is oh, gonna yeah. be yep, mad yep, as yep, well. yep. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna just try and take ease into my life and I think especially now with the world still feeling tricky and feeling hard, just trying to bring as much ease into my life and I even have it I'm doing I'm doing 30 days of yoga which is this challenge she does um, yoga with Adrian does and I can feel myself making it harder than it is when I'm doing it I'm like being a plank and I'm like I can't be in the plank this is hard and I'm dropping down and I'm like and I'm like what if you know you either just stay in it and breathe and not push yourself so hard or if it really hurts like go on your knees and you know all these things and modifying your life and yeah I've uh, wow it's I wrote that down thinking like what am I going to say about that but it's really rounding <laughs> rounding for me now like just make things a little bit easier for yourself <laughs> yes and not apologizing for it yeah 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 so that's wow that's, cool yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, shall we move into 2021? What What do we want to bring to yeah. the next year? Or I mean, we've we've talked a little bit about it, but yeah. um, <clears throat> and one of the first things that I wrote um, is that I also believe that my relationship to my mother and my sisters has um, uh, developed this past year, gone closer, and uh, like like you have. Um, and uh, and I and the first thing that I wrote on my list here is is that I want to keep growing that relationship, like keep getting um, closer to to them, because they, you know, I don't know what I want to say. <laughs> Save me, say something. <laughs> no, I mean I'm, you know, I'm a a big part of me right now is 
is I'm I have like a hole in my heart missing my sister so I think the silence coming for me is just mm. that um that hole and uh and what I was talking about earlier you know with the love for my siblings I realized how much it it hurts loving someone that I think before mm. I almost protected myself a little bit because they were far away and I was like they're far away don't love them too much because it'll hurt because they're far away and now that I've sort of opened that and been like oh my god I love them I miss them now every time I think about it I want to cry and I'm like mm. <laughs> tearing up now because <laughs> like um but yeah that's something I want to bring into 2021 as well is this um that connection and that love and those relationships and and allowing allowing the relationships to grow and to be what they need to be and uh yeah but but it's it's hard. Such, it's hard it is hard because it, you open your heart and it and it's scary because you can get hurt you you're vulnerable you're you're putting yourself at risk you know you're and uh, and i think when you suffer from anxiety um a lot of your survival is about i need to feel safe i need to feel safe so i can't risk getting hurt because then i won't feel safe anymore yeah um so it's incredibly brave of you you are incredibly brave i mean so are you <laughs> we're both very brave um, thank you but i i never knew that that love is the thing that scared me the most because mm. i have it with my husband and that doesn't it scares me sometimes but i didn't know that my love for my family would be the scariest one. oh i completely hear you my love yeah. for my husband is is different somehow i find the romantic relationships kind of easy like let's talk about yeah. that easy that you said easy, before yeah. you know I, for me it's and maybe you know I've, I've been thinking a lot about this because friendships and friend and and close with my family I find that difficult like that's yeah. not easy but mm -hmm. my love for my husband is is easy and I'm wondering what is that is is that because it's not real love I've sometimes asked myself that is it am I just fooling myself am I what is it and I think my the, the closest to an answer I've gotten is that um, growing up, I knew what I didn't want. Mm -hmm. I've seen my mother in relationships, my mother and father. I've seen, you know, I knew what I didn't want. So maybe I've had, you know, I know what I want. And yeah. maybe also we, we grew up with this Disney um, idea that true love is this magical thing he kisses me and then you wake up and then you have no more problems you know <laughs> that's just not true that's yeah. just not real life and I think I've been you know down to the bottom so many times that I don't believe in that Disney love uh, there's lust there's mm -hmm. Disney lust I think but there's not that Disney love it's great to dream and feel and, and cry in front of the tv just to evoke those emotions but they're not real um, in that sense. And I think I've chosen a husband and the, the important word here, I've chosen, yeah. chosen someone who I know can be my best friend for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, I, there's a conscious choice. So I think that's what makes it easy. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling. Oh, uh, yeah. No, what I was going to say is I think what was really interesting is you and I are both saying things like family and friends is really hard, but from speaking to the people in my life, 
a lot of people don't have that issue. They have the opposite issues. Romantic yes. love is really, really hard. But family and friends, like my friends, like I hear people say like, oh, my family, you know, they're my everything. And my family is my everything. But obviously 2020 was when I really discovered that. But that's yeah. so interesting that you and I are like, oh, relationship, falling in love, easy. But like friendships were like, like I, and I really, I have the same issue as you is I'm like, I find friendships so hard and I always say to my husband like oh I wish my friendships were as easy as being with you yes yeah <laughs> a lot of people have the opposite issue because with my husband I love that I can be anything and say anything and he won't really care um and and actually I had an interesting uh I had a really severe panic attack where I went like you sort you know when you like black out and then you you just sort of say and do things that you almost don't fully have control over. Anyway, that's what happens with me sometimes, which is not fun. Um, and I went on sort of this rant to my friends and left this voice note and these text messages while I was in this spiral of panic. And, and I dropped my phone and I was like, they hate me. They're going to reject me. I'm no longer going to have my friends. And I had the opposite thing happen in that those two friends wrote to me and wrote to Ryan and was like, hey, we love you no matter what. And we know you're going through something hard and we're not going to leave you. Sorry, Aww. I'm tearing up. <laughs> um, but it really showed me this idea that things with, I'm, I'm so sure my family and my friends are going to reject me, but I'm fine with Ryan. But so many people have the opposite issue. That's yeah. sort of where I was getting to, which is really it's interesting. so interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll explore that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll explore that. So um, um, shall we sort of wrap up? Like, um, yeah. What, yeah, what's the most important thing you're going to bring into 21? Um, I'm going to take two words. I'm going to take love and ease. Mm. Maybe easy love. I'm going to take easy love. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, uh, love Yeah, you. I'm going to write that down somewhere, paint it or something and put it up. Easy love. I like, and I mean it for my family, for my husband, for my friends, for myself. Like I need to make loving myself so much easier because I see other people And it's easy for them. And I've been listening to a lot of music and trying to get, and someone that really inspires me is, is Lizzo, who just talks about self-love. Like it's the easiest thing in the world. And I'm like, why is it so hard for me? But so many people are just like, look in the mirror and they're like, yes. <laughs> I really? Love you. you think yeah. that's easy for other people? Some, some people do have, I know for us, ah. we're like, what? But what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> but, you know, and you think about it and you're like, it should be quite, quite easy. Like, why am I making, again, why am I making so hard for mm. myself? Why am I, you know, so easy love. That's what oh, I'm taking into. <laughs> I love it. Easy love. I'm taking in, um, I'm going to be okay with my emotions. I think next year is the year I'm going to be working on my feelings and feeling my feelings and being okay with that and not eating them away or drinking them away or whatever other thing I decide I can yeah. do because I'm very good at distracting myself from the things that are going on around my heart. Um, and I think that's going to lead to more vulnerability, more openness, and then um, ultimately uh, deeper relationships for me. Yeah. 
That's exciting. Ooh, scary. <laughs> That's really exciting. Although I feel all my feelings, so I can help you. <laughs> oh, great, great. I'll send you the songs that I put on and just cry and <laughs> cry oh, with yeah. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting year. Wonderful. Um, and then I want the last thing I want to say is, um, so we, we, we said to each other, to what, what do we hope? Uh, what do we hope for the other person? Mm-hmm. Um, what do I hope yeah. for you? What do I want for you this year? Yeah. And um, what came up for me is that, um, so we, we said in the beginning of the episode of the call uh, that you're the, you have six, uh, five siblings mm-hmm. and you're the last one. Yeah. You're number six. Yeah, <laughs> and <Maybe. laughs> you're the the little one. And um, what what has always been um, a thing for me about you is that it's so easy to forget the little one, the the, the last one, because yeah. there's so many of you. You know, when, yeah. <laughs> when at a family party, like there's so you're so many, and you're multiplying. You know, everyone's married, everyone has kids. <laughs> Yeah. There's so yeah. many of you. And what I want for you is that you are just as important as everyone else. That um you are not forgotten and that you are number one um as 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 oh. if everyone else. So <laughs> that's what I want to give you. <laughs> that's making me cry a little bit. <laughs> um thank you so much. That is all, you know, number two on my what I want to say hello to says a better sense of me and mm. um And that definitely comes from this uh, being lost in the crowd, which is sometimes wonderful, by the way, because you're like, oh, people kind of forget I'm here. I can just sort of seep in. But sometimes, yeah. So thank you so much. That is, I would would love that. Um, The one I thought for you, which is you always call me brave and you're always like, oh, you're so brave. And I want for 2021 for you to realize your bravery and also to just, I almost, you know, like the lion in um, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> like he gets courage. I want yeah. to like give you courage and give you bravery um, and for you to realize your, your courage and your bravery. And oh. that's what I want sort of for 2021 for you, which fits in well with what it is you want to explore your feelings because you need a lot <laughs> of bravery. <Okay. laughs> and, yes. And, um, so that's that's what I'm hoping for 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 you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. I I often hear that that I I know I have things like bravery and courage, but I don't see it myself. So yeah. that's what I'm hearing that you want me to see. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna send you keep sending you pictures of Lion from Wizard of Oz and just remind you to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Aww. it. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love everyone, it. Thank everyone you. just take a sigh. Just yes. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Well, this was wonderful. And let's just continue to remind everyone and remind ourselves that you are safe. <laughs> you are safe. Yes. Thank you.